Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You can tell us, but we don't show prep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. I just, I just barely make it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell, but we don't show prep. I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Mercy, ha <laughs> It's a six red cane show. Can't forget the name though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing them, ain't no breaking them. Real port alive from the hard ride stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six red champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to the squad. The six red cane show. The six red cane show. Six rings can't show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show here on Monday, uh, November 20th. Obviously, we Bill knows Jazz Santana not here. He had a prior commitment, so DJ Blue, and I'll be holding it down. How's it going, fellas? Good, good, good. Uh, Can't complain. Yeah, there's nothing to complain about. You know what? If you did, this whole season would be one big complaint. So <laughs> I was about to say, I can think of a few things to complain about, but we'll try to try to at least be a little bit uh optimistic yeah well or or reflective versus you know shouty and just yeah like, i'm not gonna do that yeah everything you know the everything sucks show gets boring after a while so we'll try to be a little bit more more reflective on on, on a season that is uh it's had its ups and downs that's for sure yeah. um and so yeah but i guess as, as everyone's aware the canes fell to louisville on saturday 38 31 um as everyone expected you know tyler van Dyke. Dyke, probably the best player on the field for the Hurricanes. <laughs> um, That's right. Fletcher, Fletcher, Fletcher was awesome as well. And then it was, 
it was the offense trying to keep the team in the game while the defense repeatedly blew it. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, it's always something. But, uh, um, yeah, the Canes, again, I think we kind of lose sight of it because of, you know, name brand. This was a top 10 team that came into Miami and, you know, went right down to the literally the last play again. But this time the Canes came up short. It's been one of those seasons. So, I guess let's just start with the, with the topic yeah. we seem to start every show with, which is the quarterback play. Start with you, Blue. What did you – Quite, quite the bounce back performance. Really, out of necessity because Emery got injured, or he wouldn't have even been playing. But um, what did you think of Tyler Van Dyke? You know, kind of the old Tyler Van Dyke showed up. Definitely, I think it. Uh, he raised the bar back uh, where it was, and um, you know, and in, in the post game uh, press conference, he said the same thing. He said <clears throat> he felt good. He saw things. I think he kind of has been from a physical standpoint hurting as well. I'm not going to use that as an excuse throughout the year. He he did take some hits early on in the year, but I thought he rose to the occasion. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I kept yelling out, hey, wait a minute. They got more than five plays. And they, uh, I mean, they they kind of used a lot of different things. Uh, Xavier Restrepo, his favorite guy, was really a favorite guy. Um Eight catches, 190 yards, touchdown. Um, yeah, I was uh, – you know what? It, it really – I mean, when you look at it, the the two teams in the ACC title game, Miami lost by a combined 14 points, two touchdowns. So, <clears throat> you know, it, I just – I think so many good things are ahead between the portal, the recruiting, uh, the offseason. They're going to get a bowl game. Um, you know, who it may be, we don't know yet. I mean, there's all these projections, but we'll have to wait and see. But it'll extend our show and things to talk about another <laughs> couple of weeks anyway. And uh, and then they come back and we'll see what happens. The National Signing Day, first National Signing Day um, is about a month from now. We'll see who uh, comes in early. And then um, after that, we'll uh, slowly build out the roster to springtime when I think that uh, we're going to have a different look again. But I think it's going to be a more positive look than, you know, this year we were just, I think, happy to just have anybody new, you know what I mean? But uh, this time around, I think it's going to be different. Now you have some new faces, but the coaching really rallied. I mean, you look at guys like Mark Fletcher, again, Miami had six starting freshmen, six. <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, but that's a good thing because they all perform well, as Vish, as you said, uh, Mark Fletcher looks like a a three-year player already. I mean, and the most humble guy in the world, you know, I mean, you get him and he was talking and, and he would never take credit for anything, anything, you know, thanking uh, Coach Harris for everything he's believed in him and, and uh, you know, and Coach Dawson. And I'll tell you, when you look at guys like that and Mauanoa at – offensive tackle or wherever he's going to play. I think he's going to be really, really good. And then you look at uh, Reuben Bain, who, you know, three and gone, three in the first mm-hmm. round draft pick. And uh, Brown in the secondary. Um, it's just the only thing is, you know, and I'm, it's not a criticism, Bish. It's just something of an observation. You would have thought that the, that the tight end play for Louis would have, Louisville would have rubbed off on Miami. Oh my God. 14 catches between. I mean, you know? it, it was, they were not covered. I mean, they no. were just open on every play. It was ridiculous. DJ well, must have been so conflicted. I seeing know. Such a I know. Tight end, but that's against us. 
I was. And somebody made a great point, DJ. Miami never practices against that. They don't, <laughs> so they I weren't guess. ready. No, I mean, and there is something to that just as a tight end, you know, tight end being a safety valve for the quarterbacks. And, you know, I think, you know, for for Louisville, I remember watching uh, Jack Plummer, their quarterback over at Purdue. It seems like he's been in college football forever. But, um, you know, I thought, you know, I got to give credit to him. I thought he played pretty well. And Very well. You know, this this Louisville squad is no joke. They are. A very good football team and you know they have a lot of playmakers and you know although we lost i feel as though we put forth a good showing particularly as you guys mentioned earlier tyler van dyke i mean he didn't have any interceptions he did have the one touchdown and you know the only the one touchdown but i thought it was a good way to get him back on track in terms of you know mental mental outlook and mental focus and, you know, I'm not really going to sit here and complain about all the things we should or shouldn't have done because it does get exhausted, exhausting, excuse me. But, you know, I think um, there were a lot of positives. And, you know, to have a type of game like this at the end of the season, you know, against a very good football team, it gives you something to build off in the spring with hopefully more continuity than, than uh, last spring. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, def- definitely, DJ, good point, especially on the continuity. This has been a perpetual cycle of turnover. I want to talk about yep. the coaching in a second, but just a couple of things in the chat. Chat, shout out to Mr. Overdose, one of our regulars, and Rob, thanks, thanks, appreciate it. Uh, um, and then, you know, talking about some of the recruiting, losing some offensive talents locally, um, the offense has got to change. I do want to talk about that a little bit later, maybe in the middle part of the show after we uh, – Get get through uh, talking about uh, Louisville because because we do seem to perpetually cycle through coordinators, um, and so <laughs> I don't know that that's necessarily the best idea to just keep changing coordinators every year. Um, but one of one of the things um, you know, this was a game where the offense stepped up and the defense did not, and it was you know we lost blue, but um, generally when that happens, he comes <laughs> back in. Um, um, there's a Lawrence Bluestein in the chat, which. <laughs> Related to blue. Um, I'm, here, this, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Blue, you know. is, is this Lawrence Bluestein f- a familiar of yours, or is it? Yeah, this, yeah, this? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it is. It is? is this me. someone you know, or is this... no? That's me. You you typed in the chat. What's up, guys? Lots of changes ahead. By no, spring. I didn't type that. <laughs> Somebody pirated me. <laughs> okay, so someone is someone is pirating blue. What's well, the same exact name? That's why I was like, it's not just something blue, Steve. It's Lawrence. So I was kind of yeah, like, uh, that ain't me. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, you know, you can just unmute, talk to us. <laughs> you don't have to go in the chat and get your points in. But um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think one of the issues I had as TBD, as Blue said, TBD got banged up against North Carolina. I think it's pretty obvious. He mm-hmm. missed the next game. He wasn't the same after that. And I think as the narrative developed over time that oh he had been bad since like the temple game that wasn't accurate if you go back and watch the throws he was making that north carolina game we didn't see throws like that again until last weekend um and i think the injury got to him a little bit but also one of the things i was struggling with and showed up this weekend was he was terrible don't get me wrong and i think he deserved to get benched he did not deserve to play the florida state game but putting everything on him and saying this is why we're losing and 
we knew we had a game like this in us because North Carolina was very similar to this. The offense kept scoring. The defense couldn't stop anything. And that's two of the five losses. And then it's Jazz playing on Chukun Blue. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't think Jazz is available to do that right now. Because if, if he can get in the chat, I'm going to be mad at for not getting in the stream. Yeah. But, um, um, but I, th- I feel like with this team, and Blue, you talked about this, I think probably before, I think it was in the back backstage before we started. But, like, they're getting closer. They're not there yet. So they're right now they're in the find a way to lose phase of the rebuild. And if it wasn't that, like when they got the pass interference and it was down to the four yard line, I turned to my sister with Sanders and I was like, one of three things is going to happen. Either we're not going to score, which turned out to be what happened, or we'll score and the extra point's going to get blocked. <laughs> or they're just going to go down and kick a winning field goal on the last play of the game. We're going to lose anyway. Like it was just like, it's one of those things where, you know, it's one of those years where by and large, when it got down to the end of games, things go wrong and look the offense has to be able to score from the four yard line but to me it was it was almost the opposite of the North Carolina State game where the offense is always were in the game because they kept scoring they kept up with Louisville and the defense just kept giving up points kept giving up keep mind the defense got lucky Louisville missed like a 20 yard field goal in the second quarter too because there should have been more yeah, points on them, right but that doesn't mean the offense first and goal in the four you've got to score a touchdown and to re- reason I say it's almost the opposite of the North Carolina State game is that game, the defense is the only reason you're in that game. But they also cannot give up a 97-yard touchdown drive. They cannot do that at that stage. And this is the offense you got to get four more yards. And it feels like it's always just – it's been something with this team. That's why I thought it was a little simplistic to say, oh, if we had a better quarterback, everything would be fine. And no, like there's still growth that needs to happen here. Um, and you kind of saw that on on Saturday. You saw that against North Carolina. Hell, against Georgia Tech, everyone rightfully is focused on how do you not kneel the ball. You know, you know what went under the radar? You give a touchdown on 75 yards in two plays. Yeah. Play yeah. some defense. And the game is yeah. over anyway. We all laugh about yeah. this. Instead, you you let them throw a touchdown, two passes. Like was that on the, the other end of the field. Collided? No, no, that was the Louis, that was this weekend where they where they ran. I'm talking oh, about oh, the Georgia oh, Tech okay. game. The Georgia Tech game, like that's a third loss where look, Tyler Van Dyke was terrible in that game. But and we should have nailed it, and then it's a win. Hmm. But also, the defense did not have to give up a touchdown in two plays, right? And so, to me, it's been all these small things that have added up to losses. And the big thing has often been the quarterback play. But until we get better at the small things, you're going to keep losing games. Like, this is the mismanagement of the clock on that. Like, you cannot waste a timeout on offense there. Mm-hmm. And and that came back to the, the timeout and the two personal fouls really hurt on that last drive. you got to get an extra 30 yards. It with 40 seconds less than you should have had. And that that's a killer. And those are the types of things that have got to get cleaned up. Um, but I do think, you know, they'll kind of put a positive spell and throw it around the horn again here. I think progress has been made. Um, the team is clearly not there yet. That's why they're six and five. But there's a lot. Last year it was, and this is where I think we can tie into some of what Ralph is talking about here. Last year was this whole thing has to change. It has to go. The defense is terrible. The offense is terrible. The players have quit. And this year it's more, all right, we need to be 5% better everywhere and maybe 20% at quarterback. And then, and that's it. Where yes, last year I feel like it was like, all right, we need to be 80% better across the board. And so I think there's been a lot of progress. It's not actually really showing up on the record because it's one it's one more win than last year at this time. But as Blue said, I think pre-show, 
in every single one of these games. And last year was not in most of these games getting blown out on the regular. So I do think it's been, it's been a season of progress, even though it's not necessarily on, on the record, but I'll throw it to you blue first to get your thoughts on that. And then over to DJ. You mean on the season itself? Or? Yeah, yeah, just kind of overall, and then you know, tied into the Louisville game as 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 able, but not necessarily have to. Well, as the as the schedule got tougher, the game, and we said that early on when Miami, we were talking after the Texas A and M game, and we said, okay, well, you know what, off to a great start. Probably, I know DJ and I didn't think they'd win that game, but they did. And then they then the Georgia Tech game came, and then you're starting to doubt you know, what's going to happen again. And say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. The road games, you know, they played well, as you said, you know, against North Carolina, but things started falling apart. Against NC State, they just they just missed every opportunity possible. They could have won that game going away, but they let – and see, you know, I mean, how close was it until the end? I mean, it was really close. And then Florida State game, I thought that from a character standpoint, that was one of their biggest games. I mean, they're playing the best team in the, you know, in the ACC top four overall on the road, you know, with a freshman quarterback. And um, and I thought they played well against Louisville. You know, I mean, there were – I mean, sometimes you got to look on the other side of the ball and figure – maybe that team is good enough that they're making you make mistakes. And that's what happened. And uh, I think you, you said with Plummer and he did a tremendous job, um, you know, kind of had some wheels. So he kind of, he gave that them that option. Um, and the tight ends were huge. The tight ends were huge. He, and, and, uh, and when a quarterback, a former quarterback like Joey Blackwood, uh, the kid from Bartram Trail and now as a tight end for Louisville may be in, you know, when they hurt you, you know, you, you know, then puts everything in the perspective. And, and that's what, that's what uh, Mario Cristobal said in the post game interview. When someone asked them, you know, their tight end play really hurt, you know, really hurt Miami. 
uh, and they did. I mean, they, they caught some really big balls and, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, you come back uh, on Friday and you play as good as you can, win, lose, or draw. And I mean, still, as bad as things are, you can win eight games this year, uh, which uh, won't sound terrible. Uh, but you could also go six and seven, which you don't want to, you know, you kind of revert you back to Manny Diaz time. So uh, as far as that's concerned, I think yeah. we're so far ahead of where we were with any other regime that's been there for a while because we have the talent, we have the coaching. Just as Vish said, you know, next year we come out on the top of some of these games. And then all of a sudden we're eight and two, you know, and then things don't look so bad. So, I mean, that's the game of football. You look, look at Arizona. They're a perfect example. Last year made all these mistakes and finished two and nine or three and eight or whatever they did. Now this year they're eight and two, nine and two. So it can happen. And especially the way that with Miami's recruiting, with Miami's portal, um, and Miami's coaching, I think that, uh, you know, schedule's tough next year, but it's going to be tough every year. Yeah. Because the ACC's getting really, really good. Whether anybody wants to say so or not, I mean, there's some really good teams in the ACC. So, and, uh, yeah, well, I just thought, you know, I mean, at the beginning of the year when we went down, when we had that show and we picked what we thought. <clears throat> you and you and uh, TJ had it at seven. So uh, Seven and five. Right, right in there. Yeah, but – but I thought it would be better than it was last year. And and I think it's sometimes, and especially with all the, when your leader on offense isn't consistent, you don't have a quarterback that you can say, okay, well, at least we have him every game. That makes a big difference. And I, but I thought defensively Miami played very well. Uh, we learned a lot about our front seven. And <clears throat> I think that uh, moving forward, I think the defense is really going to be, the place to really look at in the off season as a, you know, yeah, they'll, they're going to probably you lose two play. I think kitchens goes for sure. Don't know about LT, but he may because it's a commodity to be a defensive tackle. And we'll see with James Williams because James Williams. And I said this from two years ago, guys should be in the box. No way should he be a safety. And You'll see at the next level, they're going to put him in that box. He'll be an outside linebacker. He just is not, he's not a safety. I don't care what anybody says. You can say what you want. He's just not. He hits. Um, special teams. Miami's got really good special teams. They kick, they punt. But uh, yeah, yeah, a lot to be disappointed about, but there's a lot to be optimistic about. Yeah. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head with it. It's just, it's a kind of a weird. <coughs> feeling because it felt like left some wins out there obviously the georgia tech game. i mean you're gonna own oh, that yeah. forever. that one you're gonna own forever like that is inexcusable to not nail the ball but it's also inexcusable to fumble even though he really was down it's also excusable to give up a touchdown in seven ways earlier 75 they went the whole field in two plays and got a touchdown it was like play some defense too like everything just like yeah. that one that one's the one that's forever gonna be you know, there was really no excuse for them. But even, you know, two games, two losses were ball on the four-yard line. Couldn't couldn't get it in there. North Carolina State and, and um, Louisville. I mean, those those could easily be wins. So, and you had two signature that. wins at the time: A and M, Clemson. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, going into the season, if you know, we said, "Hey, we're going to beat A and M and Clemson," you'd say, "Okay, I'll take it." 
you know right so, and, and i think i think mr overdose is making some points about some of the kind of cumulative effects and kind of some of the way i, I do want to talk about the coaching as well because ralph talked about that in a minute after we kind of finish finish this point on some things that probably need to improve on there but blue to your point then i'm gonna throw this to dj um well first shout out to, to dan barry friend of the sh- all of our shows so gotta give him a shout out but um you know, one of the one of the things you touched on is the ACC is a lot better than people think it is. Like everyone was like, "Oh, Duke!" After they beat Clemson, Duke is also six and five. Duke just got beat pretty handily by Virginia. They scored yeah. a garbage touchdown to lose by three. You know, Virginia that was their first home win. Yeah. I mean, but they but they played us down to the wire. They won at North Carolina. Like these, this is probably if not one of the worst teams in the conference. That's giving. You know, teams in the, that are going to the bowl games, yeah, yeah. tough, tough battles, and it's it's gotten deeper. And you know what? Flying out to California to play games is not going to be easy either. And and you know we gotta, and that's what some of Mr. Ovis talked like these little mistakes you make at the margins are the difference. And we're just not at that level of maturity as a program right now to not make those mistakes. And that's why these are, it's not going to take that much to turn some of these into wins. Um, DJ, floor is yours. Lou and I have been doing some talking here. Well, you know, I think there are there are improvements to be had this year for sure. And one of the things that stuck out to me was the emergence of Mark Fletcher. I mean, obviously he played earlier in the season and he was able to get in some games, but he's really come on, you know, late this year as a dependable running back. I believe he had over 120 yards on on Saturday. So his growth and his his ability to assert himself in a very deep running back room is something to look forward to. I thought the offensive line play for most of this year was extremely, extremely consistent and, you know, a strength of this team. And, you know, I definitely get what you're saying. It it, it does feel like a weird season, you know. I mean, we had obviously the big Texas A&M win and then the Georgia Tech mishap and, you know, the North Carolina loss. And yet we're still going to a bowl game and we still get those extra practices before the bowl game so that will help the growth of the team and so while we're going to a bowl game and having those extra practices it does feel like we've left a little bit out on the field I mean at the same time you know this upcoming opponent Boston College they they almost lost the Holy Cross uh, school out in Worcester about 10 minutes from where I went to school. And then they took Florida State down to the wire the week after. So this is a very competitive ACC. I do think it's a lot better than people give it credit for just due to the you know, competitive nature of the teams. I mean, you look at Virginia. I mean, their record was not great at all this year. And yet they played extremely tough and they played, you know, disciplined. And, you know, so I think... I think the ACC is a lot better than, you know, people give it credit for. And, you know, I think, unfortunately, Miami found that out in some instances the hard way. So I don't really consider this too much of a lost season, but there is definitely room for improvement. And we're still going to a bowl game, which could be a, you know, big sell in recruiting in terms of, hey, you can help us get from this bowl game to the expanded playoff in 2024. Yeah, and and I think that, that you mentioned is a, a larger playoff field. Um, we'll see, it, and it's going to be a larger ACC too. I mean, yeah. There is. It's Everybody going can. to be. 
larger. All the yeah, yeah, but it's going to be hard to make the ACC championship game with this yeah. unbalanced scheduling. Um, like we were, we were the best team Louisville played this year in conference, <laughs> and they end up with one loss. They got blown out by Pitt of all teams. Yeah. Um, and and they're going in, and there's going to be more of that. Like depending on how your schedule shakes out. They're going to be teams putting up gaudy conference records by playing, you know, a majority of games against the bottom part of the conference when you have that many teams. So that's why it's important, you know, whoever's on the schedule, you just got to get wins because, you know, gone are the days of like, hey, if we go five and three in the coastal, win some tiebreakers. <laughs> that's not that's not going to get it done anymore. Nope. So, so yeah, it's a it's a new era. And you mentioned with the expanded playoffs too. You know, you figure if you have a, a good win loss record overall and you're in the ACC championship game, you know, it's a shot, shot to get in there. Um, because yeah. there's gonna be they're gonna look at power conference teams to fill those slots for the most part, except for the one automatic that goes to a G five school. So, so this, or I guess I don't think I guess we don't call them P five anymore because whatever's left in the Pac twelve, but the P four. <laughs> um, and and so you know, there the stakes are gonna get raised here because you know this season was kind of over after Georgia Tech from a championship tournament type of thing, right? It wasn't gonna. Right. You weren't going to come back from that and win out and then, like, make the playoffs. It just wasn't going to happen. But with the expanded set, you know, those types of things. There'll be larger stakes, and we'll see how they, they respond. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rigs Kane Show. You know. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.